Welcome back, guys. Uh, Grooveyard is over here on the couch, the spicy couch. I don't know. Uh, rate the spice level of the studio, 1 to 10. What do you all think so far? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we haven't given you any habaneros yet, but uh, thank you guys so much for playing your set. It was amazing. You're welcome. Uh, Y'all been playing together, I know, in different forms for a long time, and all you guys been playing around for a hot minute, been in some big acts and stuff, but how about this group particularly? Is this like a, a new, a new like reinvigoration? of the of the show or what well uh this is uh a three-year-old okay uh, formation of various parts have been changed different people brian and i've been together for three years <laughs> oh uh well, this is the anniversary uh, yeah, no. with the band dude. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay so i got together uh at brian's uh studio uh-huh and uh we started rehearsing <laughs> summer of 2016 and uh there's a joke in there somewhere we, we don't have to talk about different it. bass player and uh, we had a different bass player at the time horn, a trumpet oh saxophone. really but it was under the groovyard name or it was yeah. just a proto it's always been okay. groovyard okay okay um i saw brian playing uh at a church mine saint united methodist church mm-hmm uh, and he was doing some incredible stuff, so uh, I walked right up to him and said, Dude, we got to play. And For I sure. Said, I like jazz. And, uh, and that was, it was yeah. a match made in heaven. Yeah. Well, I know, Chip, you're around the Montesano area. Are, yeah. are the rest of you guys around the Montesano area, or like what? No. No, they're just, all over. Just jamming up, over. jamming up there for a good Where time. Where are you from, Chris? Where do you live? Madison. Madison. Uh, yeah, so the traffic, you get to deal with the traffic every Ardmore. time. Ardmore, all right, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. Keith, I live pretty close to Brian in uh, Tennessee. Just oh, really? Yeah, no neighbors practically. I see him playing Stay so line. much in town. I just thought, I just assume people are around here. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, for everybody, this is Keith Taylor. Yeah, I was going to. Keyboards. <laughs> you should introduce Brian Williams. I'm Chip Goldbro. This is Chris Ferguson. And they are Grooveyard. Together. Do you all have tattoos yet? Grooveyard uh, tats? Oh yeah, can't can't see those, can't see those. But the first track we got, Forty Nine Days, which is mm-hmm. on the CD, mm-hmm. and uh, that's out now. You can grab it on the on your internet device. Is that like an old tune, or is that a new a new creation too? Uh, none of these tunes are older than three years. All right. So, uh, really, uh, there's one of them we didn't play, but uh, it's parts of it a little bit older, but. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I started writing uh, some tunes, you know, three years ago, and I was about three months from retiring uh, from my day job, mm-hmm. uh, public school music teacher. And uh, I'm surprised I didn't teach you. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised too. I'm old enough. <laughs> did you go to AAA? I did. Mm-hmm. What What years were you there? Let's see. I graduated high school in 07, so like 2000, <laughs> two thousand, two three, something like that. I guess. Nah, I was long gone. Okay. Anyway, uh, and I started this little melody, da 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 da. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I had something, you know. I had, but I didn't have a title. And titles are, you know, kind of hard sometimes to come up with if you don't. If you're not already writing lyrics to a tune, right, right. There's no lyrics to these tunes. So I looked at the calendar and I was twiddling my thumb and I started counting down the number of days till retirement. Okay, <laughs> nice. guess what the number was? Perfect, perfect, perfect. So you know exactly when it was made then. Yeah. Well, I think Chip. I think I saw you first as a fiddler 
and you do a lot of different stuff. Was all this stuff like written on guitar or? Yeah, all all of this is for guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but was well, it like you compose on guitar only, yeah, or do you use uh-huh. different instruments? No, it's mostly guitar. Mm-hmm. Sometimes piano, but that's mostly guitar. Right, right. And uh, I was gonna ask also, like uh, jazz is obviously a jazz setup, but are all you guys originally jazz musicians, or did you start off in a totally different? <laughs> Some of us were classical and jazz for yeah. me. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Uh, yes, I'll start over here. I, I kind of started with uh, rock and roll, but uh-huh. uh, I've always loved jazz, so I um, love playing it and get an opportunity to do it. It's great. Right, right, for sure. I'll play anything. <laughs> yes, Chris will take the gig. <laughs> He's after the gig. What about beer. Chip? What, what about you? Like, what was the first kind of uh, genre you laid into? I, I've gone around the world, man. <laughs> Flamenco guitar or something? Uh, a little bit. All right, uh, but. Uh, I started like most teenagers listening to the music that was popular at the time. Right, right. You know, and our time, I think we're all basically the same age. Uh, I'm the youngest. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and uh, he's 32. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take it, take it. But uh, you know, it was just folk rock mainly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, or just rock, just, you know, plain old rock. And, uh, but. It was easier for me to get into playing an instrument if it was acoustic. I didn't go right to electric guitar, mm-hmm. so I learned, you know, acoustic stuff. You know, if it folk, if it was some kind of folk music, you know, I was playing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's quite a long story. We don't have time, you know, for everything. <laughs> but uh, somehow I got into violin and yeah. uh, playing classical for a long time and the orchestra stuff and all that. And, I just wanted to, you know, keep learning new things. So, I've always loved jazz, but I never played it mm. uh, until about 2005. Um, I formed what's called was called the Hot Club of Huntsville. Mm-hmm. You probably saw that. Oh yeah, yeah. That and, was like uh, gypsy jazz, like uh, yeah, style gypsy jazz, stuff. gypsy jazz. Django Reinhardt, Stefan Capelli stuff. So I played mm-hmm. violin in that. Right. And that was a lot of fun. So that was your gateway into the <laughs> the other side. Yeah. That's right. But, it, but jazz is, uh, I feel like it's been around for a good minute, and I was going to ask you guys in particular how you think it's changed culture and music like up to the modern day, like up to Ooh. now. Like, Is there anything you see jazz like bleeding out of in like popular stuff or new newer media? Maybe Chris could probably answer that good. You see some jazz coming through? <laughs> I mean, you know, hip-hop is coming from jazz. Right. Totally. So that's kind of where I see it right now. The same neighborhoods of like Harlem and stuff like that. Oh yeah, producing that that yeah. same kind of stuff. Yeah, those dudes all came from that same branch of that tree, you know. Mhm, mhm. It works the other way also. Hip hop is in everything almost. Right. Probably. And there's some more modern jazz uh, performers that use some hip hop. Mhm. So. Well, I think it's interesting because a lot of people don't think about latin music when they think about jazz but even in y'all's tunes like there's some oh, some latin rhythms kind of and latin feels gone in there you think that's always been like the case with jazz or is that like uh just grew up out of naturally i guess <laughs> well i think uh in the 1950s uh, mm-hmm. stan getz did an album uh, with some brazilian musicians that gained a lot of popularity had a lot of listeners and it's kind of just grown from there ever since and uh, more 
Latin feels. I think most every jazz band uh, has at least some tunes with a Latin feel of some sort, you know, bossa, samba, mm-hmm. salsa. Yes, but uh, some pursue it more vigorously than others. Right, yeah. right, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and but uh, for those of y'all listening on the podcast, we'll go ahead and hear 49 Days.
guys again for uh, talking to us. And uh, we got four guys from Grooveyard, if you're just joining us. We have Chip, we have Keith, we have Chris, and we have uh, David. I'm sorry, Brian. Why did I call you David? I don't know. It's close. Did y'all ever have any? Did y'all ever have any um, band members named David? Maybe I was just being hilarious. Well, Rob. Ah, close enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was going to ask you guys about some of the members of the band. First off, do you guys have any nicknames for each other within the band? Because <laughs> most bands seem to have uh, nicknames. If you could sell them on air, that is. <laughs> is Chip got a nickname <laughs> in this outfit? Uh, uh, well, I already have a nickname. Just you straight know. through. What yeah. is your nickname? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chip. Chip is his nickname. Yeah. Do you have a long, drawn-out, like, Christian name or uh, something? No. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Gary. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I learned a little bit more about you guys. And another question. Does Chris have a bass face? Because that is a... Uh, you know, when it, have you heard of bass face? Mm -hmm. it's like, uh -uh, what is it? Mm -hmm. Explain it to Every him, bass player has a bass face. <laughs> I mean, if you're a bass player, you have a bass face. If you're a guitar player who plays the bass, you don't have a bass face. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, now we're, now we're unlocking this. You can tell when you walk into the room. That's right. a bass guy because he has a bass face. I think the thing about uh, bass playing is you always move some weird part of your body. It's like just your neck mm -hmm. or like your, I don't know. It's just always, it's never like the whole body. It's always I, a little piece. I think I saw a Reddit video of um, the different, the seven different bass players <laughs> and one, and you know, one of them was the dancing bass player and the other one right. was the jumping bass player mm. and the other one was the twitching bass player. And I think that's what you're talking about. <laughs> what would you categorize yourself as? <laughs> um, that's a good question, you know. It kind of uh, depends on how uh, focused I am on what's <laughs> actually happening. Yeah. And if I'm not focused on it, then I'm I'm definitely the dancing bass player. Okay. All right. I've seen him dance. Oh yeah. <laughs> not recently. While he was playing, or I, we've seen a video of him. <laughs> I mean, he, he's getting down. <laughs> well, gotta, what song was that? Was that disco stuff? That's from the '90s, long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. He's a little younger then. <laughs> <laughs> but the next track we got, uh, Montesano Rain. They did tell us it's raining up there. Um, and thank you guys for uh, running through the water to get here as well. It made it. <laughs> I think all the gear survived. But this was a, a more chill uh, rain than what we experienced running up the hill. Uh, is this yeah. this one seems like was this written on a on a porch in on Montesano? I'm just gonna make a guess. Uh, in the rain close close <laughs> to it you're close to it yeah. close um I, it was a gentle rain at the time mm -hmm. but you know normally we don't have gentle rains around here so just I want a gentle rain right 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 and uh I wondered if living up on the mountain is there anything like is there anything that always happens on the mountain or any weird goings on that you just always notice on the mountain a lot of weird stuff goes on up there. <laughs> some I can't repeat mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to think of one thing that might you know, well I know there's a lot of things that are going on <laughs> you have to experience of yourself uh, <laughs> let's see I can't remember anything offhand well you'll have like the is it the Green Street Market or no no it's the no. they have the little like health food store up there that has an art show occasionally. Wait a minute. There's and, a health uh, food store up there? I think it's a health food store. I don't know. No. Right by the uh, dishes, isn't there like a, a store they have? Um, uh, that's an art. Oh, an art gallery. Oh, so it's just art. Art gallery. Okay. Yeah, the, do they do any music over there? Or have you ever heard any of the shows going on up there? 
I think I heard one time there was something. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. they don't normally do that. Mm-hmm. I don't think. If they do, I haven't heard about it. Are there other pickers on the mountain? Like, do you ever? There's hear? a lot of musicians okay. on the mountain. Hmm. A lot of musicians. I mean, you get a, a nice porch, and it's bound to happen. In, in and yeah. in my opinion, yeah. But uh, for those of y'all uh, listening online or on the podcast, check out Montesano Rain.
guys for joining us on Facebook or YouTube or wherever the heck you are watching us. Uh, I was wondering about uh, some of the keys playing in Lazio, and uh, I don't know. There's you kind of twiddle with some effects and stuff like that. Have you always done that? Like uh, kind of. I think you cut your keys and there was just like reverb going on. It was really cool. I don't know. Was, was that planned or? <laughs> it was not planned. No. no okay. I just, yeah. Improvising. I was, changing the uh it sort of imitates a leslie sound okay. changing speeds mm -hmm. so that's one thing i was um doing was changing the speeds of the leslie sound even though there's no the invisible leslie. oscillating <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this it's just a little digital trick there okay mm -hmm. well keith as a keys player I know I'm always like jealous of keys players, especially you, because like you've got. I just try and play like your left hand does, and then it's like, oh, I'm being a good bass player because I can almost play like Keith's left hand. But you, I feel like keys players can play in all sorts of buildups. Like you can play solo, you can play with whatever you want. Is there a favorite that you have for playing like jazz music in particular, like a buildup of a band or a small combo that you like think re works really well with keys? I I don't think I would say I have a favorite, but I enjoy a variety of ensembles uh, the one i do most regularly is a duo mm -hmm. i have a gig you know where i have uh, another artist uh come and play with me regularly um at uh, shays it's called or since shays uh it's a saturday brunch gig but uh you know so i have people like uh ken waters or greg chambers yeah or, yeah uh, billy bargetsy and couple of others that come and uh, do a duo with me so oh that's awesome and i have to be the bass player you know I yeah play, uh, <laughs> bass lines with my left hand pretty much they're getting two out there you long. have to tell them where the changes are at right <laughs> yeah right straighten up over there that's cool but you get to control the tempo and everything so i guess you get to uh do the hold the iron fist one way or the other eventually yeah yeah that's me do you do you ever play vibes or like uh, are you into that or like use vibe patches or anything like that uh, well, maybe vibe patches, but mm -hmm. I haven't. Um, I don't really have any mallet technique. Uh, okay, yeah, I guess that's a. Plus, it's a kind of a big, expensive thing to. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get it through the door in some places. Oh, for sure, <laughs> yeah. Brian's your mallet guy. Oh, okay, Brian, you a do a little bit, not a lot of mallets. No, I all right. Mostly drum set, but I do teach. Uh, everybody's an educator here. And that's teaches, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I know, like, when you teach, you always learn something new, I feel like. Uh, is there any, like, secrets you've unlocked from your students by accident <laughs> that you could share mm -hmm. for musicians? Mm. I don't know. You want to start over here? Secrets that I've unlocked from students. You know that it is a learning experience. Um, you learn from your students, I think. Uh, not so much directly, you know, but just the preparation and there's a discovery element I think when you're in a lesson uh, or a classroom for that matter mm -hmm. uh, but uh, as far as the big secret what about uh, you Brian you got just, any uh, new music you know oh, yeah. young people bring in different music that you've never heard and uh, and you get to analyze it and uh, interpret it and that's really cool uh, and just the way people interpret music and the, and the way that people learn individuals learn differently right and you, it always it opens up some other skills for you 
So is there any like music you've heard lately or gotten recently that surprised you? <laughs> uh, just some good music that I would right, probably right. never run across mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. I hadn't had some students saying, "Hey, they wanted to learn that song. Yeah, they yeah. like that." So that's there's really so cool. much out there too. Yes, there and is. A lot of old stuff has been uncovered and put on the internet. I feel like like people will put their old. 45 record or something that no one else may have heard and it's like mm. out there now which is cool what about you chip you've been at it for a long time do you still like hear the kids like yelling when you sleep <laughs> that, that's a really good question um well yeah, every now and then <laughs> but that's that's way back dude that's that's uh, yeah you've far pushed back. that far back i have so many other things that i'm happy to think about oh yeah yeah i wanted to say i'm really really happy that these guys mm-hmm. have come along with me uh, on this project we started on the uh album um well a year ago it, it took a good year uh you know to get through it all and uh, it was a great learning uh progression you know um and uh as far as teaching goes, uh, now that I'm retired from classroom teaching, I'm doing private teaching still. Oh. And uh, uh, like Brian said, everybody's different. And most of the ones that I get, uh, they're at Valley Conservatory and then a school in Decatur called us, uh, Decatur School of Fine Arts. Anyway, most of them are beginners when I first get them. Uh, but they they hang with me long enough, you mm-hmm. know, um, I'm able to tap into more uh, the kind of music they like to play because they have the mm. skills to do it then right, after right. a couple of years. And so, like, uh, the other day, this uh, girl, she's about 10 or 11, I said, well, what, what do you listen to at home? And the dad was sitting there, so they both thought about it a minute. Uh, Tennessee whiskey. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Okay. So dad's sitting there. I can show her Tennessee whiskey. You know, the dad wasn't there. I'm not going to show her Tennessee whiskey, probably. You know, because right. You know, I'm encouraging her to go get a bottle of Jack Daniels. Or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> next thing you know, I'm, Chip Colborough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ruining the youth. <laughs> but I turn on. You know, I'm, I'm been doing this so long, and all of us, uh, you know, can do this. We, we can practically play almost any song mm-hmm. and figure out any song that we hear mm-hmm. at least a harmonic progression I didn't listen much to Tennessee Whiskey and I turned it on and I thought this song only has two chords <laughs> what the how are you kidding me and so it's it's Chris Stapleton the new version that's an old song mm-hmm. I've read it's done in like late 70s or early 80s anyway uh and you know it's Chris Stapleton's soul that sells that tune. Oh yeah, his voice. And but the kid loved it. I mean, the kid was just mm-hmm. eating that up, and you know the dad was just beaming and stuff. That was really right, good. right. That That's kind of nice. cool uh, that the cross the generation gap too. It's like the yeah. same song, isn't reinvigorated. But uh, what about you, Chris? You got any uh, insights from from teaching? The- one of my longtime students earlier this year decided he couldn't handle playing five string anymore. So he gave me that bass I just played. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, there so you go. That's right. how you get hey, gifts from That's my, <laughs> need more students like that. That's yeah. my, my story. <laughs> Sometimes and students it's a, give you cool for stuff. The, for, the bass, for the bass geeks, it's a, a USA Lakeland 5502, which... Um, 
I didn't realize what it was, mm-hmm. and now I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, was it? Uh, we had John Onder in here. Uh, I think it was last week, and uh, he said he's been playing the same bass for <laughs> like 15 years or something. He's like, once I found it, that was it. I was like, that's pretty impressive. I don't. What know. is it? I, I can't. I can't even remember. Uh, John, please. I have yeah, di- yeah, different bases for different types of music. Okay. And this particular bass, we didn't originally start tracking the record with it. We tra- we used a Fender five string, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't doing what we needed it to do. And so, um, Rick, my student, in January, I guess, I went back to Seattle to visit, and he says, "Here, you got to take this away from me because I don't want it anymore." <laughs> so I brought it back to Alabama and we recorded the record with the Lakeland. Awesome. And Does it's it... perfect tone for this record. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask, like, what the difference is. Is it really, like, this? The, if, just some nice sounding high-end frequencies or something? It has a more um, uh, human voice. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much sounding like a, mm, you know... Metal and Freddy. A, kind yeah, of. Like, a, like a piece of equipment. It's mm-hmm. interesting tone. Um, David Hood uses them pretty much all the time now, the Lakelands. Okay, cool. So, so is there anything with the... Uh, and, and talk about the EP a little bit, because it's out now, you can get it. Is it under the Grooveyard name? Or, okay, uh, yeah, good question. Uh, if you type in Grooveyard with two words... You, you should be able to find it but if you type in also because there's a million groove yards uh, that so are run together right 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 and it's a fairly famous uh, jazz standard mm-hmm. uh, what's where I got the name anyway uh, if you type in one of the songs that might help mm. might, maybe if you just type in one of the songs right right like 49 of, days 49 for Montesano Rain yeah that might you might be able to get there quicker. Right, right, right. But you guys see, it's the space that makes musicians great, and it's the groove yard with the space <laughs> <laughs> that makes <laughs> that makes y'all's uh, oh, okay. band unique. So there you go. But thank you guys yeah. again for talking with me and uh, sure. playing. Thank you. It was amazing. Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, do you have any upcoming releases or anything you can talk about yet? Or like, no, uh, this anything? is the most upcoming. <laughs> but will you have uh, CDs to sell at your show? Yes, at the shows. That's where you're gonna get. The hard copy. But yeah, check it out. August seventeenth at uh, Stove House. That's a free show, right and now? it's very cool. I got up. a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't get them. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to wrap it up, yeah, but yeah, sure. but thank you guys again for coming in and uh, taking us out on the I'm podcast. Will be Lazio Rising and Soulman, and we'll see you next time on Spice Radio. Keep it spicy and uh, take it easy from Grooveyard and your friends. Shalom. Goodbye. <laughs>
This has been a production of Spice Radio Huntsville, a nonprofit based in Huntsville, Alabama. You can donate to Spice Radio by going to SpiceRadioHuntsville.com and clicking donate. If you have a line on great music, events, or art in the Tennessee Valley, tell us about it at SpiceRadioHuntsville at gmail.com. Join us on Facebook to see live performances and interviews from our studio. And remember, you can stream the best local original music 24-7 on our website, SpiceRadioHuntsville.com. Thank you.